Jimmy with the Metal Deli number 224. Happy holidays, whether it's Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, if, you pa- if we passed it already, Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. Let's get 2020 over with. Let's start 2021 with a bang. And uh, whether you decide to get the vaccine or not, I really don't care. I just know that hopefully the world will open up again and we can start just living because I'm really tired. I want to give people hugs again. I'm a hugger and I'm still going in for that hug and people are like, you know, blocking me with their elbow, which is all cool. I'm really good with it, but uh, yeah, I'm ready to hug. I was my, we went to my parents' house the other day and they haven't let us in their house for, I don't even know, since they got home last March from Florida. But my son had called them and said, we are coming over. I have gifts to give you. He was all psyched to give my parents this gift that he had built for them. And my mom said, no, you can't come in the house. And he's like, that's fine. I'll just come in the house. I'll put the gifts down and we'll go stand outside and watch you open them from inside. Well, apparently this really touched my parents. And so they allowed us, as you, I'm rolling my eyes as I say that, to stand all the way at the front of the living room. And they sat all the way at the end of the dining room. And finally, my dad said, okay, this is pathetic. I see people every day at the office. So we kept moving closer until finally we were 10 feet apart. And this was okay. So we were 10 feet apart. We're all wearing masks. All, there were four of us, my parents, my son, and myself. And we're getting, you know, everything's fine. And we're talking, talking, talking. And when it was time to go, my son said, see, that wasn't so bad. And I was like, ooh, that could go over really good or really bad. And it went over really well. And so my mom is like, you know what? This was, I shouldn't have waited this long. This is silly, whatever. So that felt really good to finally be able to hang out with my parents in my whole life. I never thought I would say that. I cannot believe I'm saying that now. But at 18, I could not wait to get out of the house. They were out of town for the weekend and I moved out. Didn't leave a note. Didn't leave anything. No, I don't think I left a note. And they came home and I was gone. And now I'm sitting here like, please, I want to hang out with my parents. Anyway, so I hope you have an awesome holiday celebration. And let's get this year over with and let's move on and just, oh, let's do this. So here we are with the Metal Deli number 224. And we are starting off with a band called From Hell. And why did I pick From Hell? First, I liked their music. But second... And how much fun is this? The band's name is awesome. From Hell. So many of their songs become even more epic when you put their band name afterwards. For instance, one of their songs is The Witch. When you announce it, you could say The Witch or you can say The Witch from Hell. Awesome. One of their songs is uh, Don't Cry for Help. Don't Cry for Help from Hell. I love that. I could be Kimmy, Kimmy from hell, which sometimes happens. So today we're going to play They Come at Night, which is even better. They Come at Night from Hell. You're listening to From Hell (laughs) here on the Metal Deli, and it's so good to be back.
from Oakland, California, that is from hell. And as I was reading up on them while the song was playing, check this out. They are a heavy metal horror concept band in which each recording is intended to be its own horror story. That's very cool. Wish I knew that before. And all of the stories are not on the page where I am, but so I don't know what they come at night, what that story is, which would have been nice to know before I played it. But the the next song that I play from them at the end of the show, I will have a story for because that's very cool. And I like that. So that was from hell. And if you are looking for them on Facebook, because that was um, my problem at first, I was like, shit, which band is it? But luckily that was easy to find. So on Facebook, you can find them at this band is from hell. So that's very cool. The next band we have is Identity Unknown. And this song is called Not Feeling Sorry, which that's not very festivist of you, but um, this is Identity Unknown.
Identity Unknown is from Indiana. That was their song, Not Feeling Sorry. And as I was looking at their page, it said that they have two show dates that they're about to announce. Um, They posted that the other day, but (laughs) I didn't find where they announced it. So hopefully that goes through because I am definitely going to head out there. They're not too far from me. And I would really love to see them. I would really love to see any music live at this point. Like I'm I'm jonesing for live music. So last week, um, my show was only an hour long because my mic crapped out on me uh, at the hour mark. But if you heard the show, you know why. Anyway, um, I did this show at night. Usually I do the show first thing in the morning, which is great. I usually don't do it at night because then I have this thing like in my head, like, damn, this could go late. And I really like to sleep. Sleep is kind of like a thing for me. Um, I need it. But I did it late, and when it was done, I didn't really think about it. It wasn't too late, but then after I do the show, I message the bands, and I have like a, a thing I follow, right? I got to message the bands. I got to have a my I have my one assistant make the meme for me of the show that we post everywhere the next day. And it was it was like midnight, so I get into bed, the whole thing, and I'm wide awake. And I'm not just wide awake, I'm full speed ahead. And I hadn't really realized until then how much I love doing the show. Not just doing the show, but it it just pumps me up and it adrenalizes me and the music and the talking and everything. And I just, it's not that I forgot how much I love the show. It's that I never realized just how much after the show I'm really up and awake and I didn't fall asleep until five or six o'clock in the morning. And I said, that's it. No more, no more night shows for me because that's just not working. So at this moment, while you're listening at whatever time you are, it's 10 o'clock in the morning by me. This way I have the whole day till I get it out of me and uh, I'm just having a ball. And so uh, I'm not a night owl anymore. I was a night owl in high school, stay up till four or five o'clock in the morning writing poems and all that stuff. And now I'm like, Oh, nine o'clock. I got to go to bed. Uh, unless I'm going to a show or something, at which point I'm like, uh, oh, nine o'clock I'm leaving the show. No, I'm just kidding. All right. So, um, loving the music that's coming in. It's great. And I love that it's still coming in and that it seems that the musicians who can't get out and play are inside making music. And so that's at least one good thing that's coming out of this crazy time period. The next band that I have up is Damn Your Eyes. Now, years back, I used to have this, I had a whole bunch of bands with eyes in the name, and I don't anymore, so Damn Your Eyes was like a a nice little surprise. So this is Damn Your Eyes with Heavy Is The Head.
damn your eyes that is heavy as the head. And they are from New York. And as I'm looking at their page, I notice that one of the members is Darren Markoff, who's from a band that I've played before called Karateri. And why do they stick out in my head? Not only did I like their music, but when I first played them on the show, I called them Coratory. Now, yes, I can read, but they spelled it K-O-R-O-T-O-R-Y, which is not how Karateri is usually spelled. And so I just assumed, which is always uh, going to make an ass, right, out of you and me. So I just assumed it was going to be pronounced differently, and they got in touch with me. Uh, Darren got in touch with me and said, so you kind of pronounced their name wrong, which um, became a very quick rule when I started the deli because I was pronouncing things left, right, I was not pronouncing things left, I was pronouncing things wrong left and right. And so the, the rule became if I screw up anything about a band's name or song or anything, I would play them on the next show. So I had said, play you guys on the next show, really sorry. And he's like, oh, no worries. So anyway, so now he's in Damn Your Eyes. And cool band, very excited that that this new band is uh, starting up and sending me music. Love that. That's Damn Your Eyes. Thrilled. Love that. Um, next, we have a band called Diggeth, kind of like D-I-G-G-E-T-H. And this band was sent to me by Mike Smith, who is also known as Merciful Mike Smith. He is like the most well-known doom non-musician music man uh, in the Midwest and possibly further expanding. Great guy. Absolutely adore this guy. And uh, he ran the Days of the Doom Fest for four years in a row. And I know that the Doom people around here and again the Midwest have been bugging him since that show for number five. So we are really pushing him and just uh, nudging him like crazy. He's got an amazing wife, Christine. I love her. I could hang out with her forever. And she has been just like a rock to him. Just, you know, putting up with these shows, you just don't put up a fest. Just uh, great. So these great couple, doom couple, I don't think she had any idea when she met him exactly what it takes to, anyway, so... Um, so he sent me this band. I'm very excited to have them on. This is Diggeth with their song, Worship the Sun. As we are gathered here today, to pay tribute to our Lord, come worship the sun. Come worship the Thank you. 
worship the sun. They're from the Netherlands, which took me a while to find out. I first realized they weren't from America when their Facebook page wasn't in English. <laughs> it's always a big hint. I don't know... I, I don't speak any other languages fluently, but usually I can recognize the language, but I didn't when I went to their page. So I had to do a lot of digging, figured out they're from the Netherlands. That's, that's, there's a whole bunch of this subgenre thing about metal, and I really don't like it because I don't think it's fair. That's a whole other story. But I get it, because you wouldn't take that song and want to put it next to glam metal, for instance. You're not going to put that next to Poison or Motley Crue. But at the same time, I don't like this, this um, bringing it to such a small subgenre that, that you would miss it if you went to a uh, black metal fest and then someone couldn't be in it because they're a black stoner metal fest. But anyway, so that's Doom. And I because of the guy I mentioned earlier, Mercy, Merciful Mike Smith... I really got into Doom and I really love it. So he was the one who mentioned Diggeth and sent that sent me their music. So that was Worship the Sun. Really enjoy them. So this next band that we have up, I haven't had a female lead vocalist on the show for a while. A long while. At least 50 shows that I can think of off the top of my head. Probably longer. So I'm excited to have this band on the show. This is Age of Fire. Also, listen to the guitar in this song. It's amazing. I'm so, I was just sitting here like, I love this. So this is Age of Fire with Judgment Day.
South Florida. That is Age of Fire with Judgment Day. And like I said, I haven't had a female vocalist on for quite a while, and that's going to change because there is a Facebook page called uh, Female Fronted Metal or something like that. I'm going to hit that up for bands. But So that was Age of Fire, awesome female vocalist, and that shouldn't even have to be said. It should just be vocalist. But... Um, that's what it is. I guess I haven't played that in a long time. Um, a couple weeks ago, well, a month ago, a month and a half ago, I don't know what, my friend brings over her new boyfriend to introduce him to me. Great guy. Whatever. Um, fun time. Head by off. The next day, he posts on my page something about, you know, thanks for having us over. Had a great time. Someone that I've been Facebook friends with for a very long time, but never comments on my page much. I've never really... He never gets into arguments on my page. None of that stuff. He says, wait, how do you know Kimmy? And the friend says, oh, my girlfriend introduced me. And the guy says, I've been listening to her show for years. And I was like, what? What? No way. I don't never. He never told me before. So Brian Swift, I just wanted to say thank you. That is so awesome that you're listening all these years. And I hope you like the t-shirt box I sent out to you. You are just amazing and I have actually um really admired you for so long and just been watching your page so it was really cool when you said I listened to every show that was just I mean I have goosebumps I never knew I'm so excited so I I want people to say hey Kimmy I listened to your show because I see the numbers going up and I have no idea who's listening if you don't tell me so Brian thank you you rock um and how funny that you know my friend's boyfriend weird okay so that was that. Hydrilla is up next with 24 hours of sobriety. Good for you.
Hydrilla, H-Y-D-R-I-L-L-A from Texas. That's 24 Hours of Sobriety. Very, very cool song. It's not very often in metal you hear songs about sobriety. So I'm going to give some heads up to some friends of mine that I know will appreciate that song. And that was very, very cool to hear that. My dad was an alcoholic. And when I was 13, I started going to AA meetings with him. And it was um, very, it was a, Okay, so AA meetings, if you're aware, if you're familiar with them, it doesn't even matter. So there's the little ones, right, with like 10 people in a circle. I didn't obviously go to those. But once a month, they would have open meetings um, where family and friends were able to come. And my dad took me so that I could kind of understand that I was not the only person with a father who was uh, an alcoholic. And I met some of the most amazing people there. They were just welcoming and open and I was like 13 and I felt like, okay, I'm in this humongous room of people who are smoking cigarettes like crazy. And here they're like, Kimmy, would you like coffee? I'm like, yeah, I'm 13. No, but, um, amazing, amazing people. It was, a, it was a, a hard time, right? Your dad says, I'm going into rehab for 30 days. And then he does it a second time and a third time. Anyway. So, uh, so yes. So if you do know someone who's having a hard time with alcohol or drugs or anything else, please check AA, um, as weird as this is, and how terrible is this? If you type in AA.com, it takes you to American Airlines. That's, I just think that's so wrong. It should go to AA, whatever. Please help out your friends, especially at the holiday season, especially with COVID. There's people out there who need your help. Uh, and so Hydrilla, check them out on Facebook. Um, going back to earlier, we had a band uh, uh, that got to go back to, Damn Your Eyes, which was Darren Markoff from Karateri. Now we have Matthew D. Edmondson, who used to be with, oh, Killing Grace. <laughs> now he's with Burning Yesterday. And he's in Nashville, which was another surprise for me, metal-wise, that there's actually metal in Nashville. There really, really is. And M Matthew D. Edmondson is great. I've watched his daughter grow up. I've watched uh, as one of his children had a kid. So he's now a grandfather. And this is his new band, Burning Yesterday, with Ticking Time Bomb. You're listening to Kimmy and the Metal Deli.
country in nashville which is awesome means i can finally go check this town out no country for this chick i'll listen to it if i'm in the car with some of my friends who have lesser taste in music but i will also ditch them and go listen to the metal so that was burning yesterday matthew d edmondson absolutely rocks and that was ticking time bomb so you can check them out on facebook they've got a whole bunch of songs and I have a whole bunch of their songs as well, and I'll be playing them throughout the future, as I always do. Um, always good to have a musician say, hey, Kimmy played us in our old band, and now they give her the music in, her, in the new band. So I love that. So next up, we have a, a band called Hadal. I ho- I'm hoping that's how they pronounce it, H-A-D-A-L. And this music just came the other day from um, a public... Uh, from a PR agency called The Metalist, and they have filled up my inbox, and I love that. So if you're looking for a PR agency, contact The Metalist at T-H-E-M-E-T-A-L-L-I-S-T-P-R. And I have a lot of PR companies that send me music, and I and I love that as well because I'm on like a like on a like on an email thing. And so the music just comes. Love that. So if you are on or if your band is on a PR label and they don't send to me, give them a hint. Um, So this is Hadal with Red again. (laughs) 
used to on when I had MySpace. But definitely go check out their Facebook page. It's at H-A-D-A-L official. And they actually have written a bunch of stuff about themselves, which bands don't seem to do. So go under their, go to their page and go to about, and then go all the way to the bottom to additional information. And I, they just wrote a nice paragraph about them. And instead of like just their names and where they're from, it's really a good paragraph about their music and how they write it and it's great. I love it. So that's Hadal with red again. Also from Metalist PR, we have Beyond Salvation with their song Aftermath. And we are hitting the first, the end of the first hour with the Metal Deli. I am so happy. Um, but I'll tell you why after that, because that was just a bad place to put this. We're going back. This is Beyond Salvation with Aftermath.
and Salvation with Aftermath, and they are also their music was also sent to me by Metalist PR, so that's extremely cool. They're from Manchester, and uh, that's the only song I have of them. But if you go to their page on Facebook, they have up a lyric video for that very song, and uh, thrilled to have them on the show. So it's we're at the one hour mark, and when I first started doing the show, it was a one hour show, and by the end of an hour, I was exhausted like I was didn't it was just an hour and by by half an hour I was like holy I don't even know if I can get to an hour and I don't know how much longer after I started it was that um I signed up with a radio station an internet radio station called oh shit MHX (laughs) MHX and they said do you think you could do two hours and I thought to myself no I really don't but it was my first internet radio station that wanted to play my show so I wasn't gonna say no so I said yeah I could do two hours and I sat down to do two hours and oh my god it was hell because I didn't know what to talk about for two hours and here I am all these years later and at the end of two hours I'm like wait I still have so much more to say wait I still have so many more songs to play um so yeah so what an epic road it's been but um There have been some ongoing inside or behind the scenes jokes that I didn't mean to be jokes, but um, they turn out that way. And so I'm going to start this next hour with one of them. There's a band called the Nightworks Project. Mm -hmm. And this band is a side project of some of the guys in Spillage, which is great. And it would be even greater. One of the guys in the band is Nick. And great guy, absolutely great guy, uh, sends me the music. And the first time I played the band, I went to talk about Nick. And I tried to talk about Nick and his last name. And I screwed it up so badly. Which was awesome. He he laughed. He had no problem with it. Said everyone is. Everyone does it. So the next time I went to play his music or this band, I attempted to fix it and say the name right except I decided that I was brilliant and said that I tried to say the name without looking at it messed it up so this show I'm not even gonna try his name is just Nick Nick from the Nightworks Project that's it that's as far as I go if I can't say Nick we're out we're just screwed so this is the Nightworks Project with Nick and a couple other guides that I'll tell you in a minute. This is Rise of Machines. You're listening to Kimmy on the Mel Deli. Yeah. 
Home Chicago. That's the Nightworks Project, which is not only Nick, Nick with no last name. It's also uh, Paul. He's on uh, keyboards, bass, and drums. And Elvin, he's lyrics and something else that, of course, I can't see right now because I was concentrating on, oh, Elvin, who's lyrics and vocals. <laughs> awesome, guys. They are a little piece of spillage. And uh, during COVID, I guess Nick had these uh, pieces of songs in his brain. And so he went and talked to these guys and made a band. And I will never, ever say his name again, period. Um, but he's been awesome with uh, letting me get away with totally mispronouncing his last name. And uh, I've, I've decided that he's going to marry, if you or not marry, he's going to uh, become family with, if you remember way earlier in the show, Mike Smith. So he's going to become part of that family and he's just going to be Nick Smith. That's all that is. Okay. So that was the, the <laughs> yeah, there went my lips. Wow. I didn't even try his last name. I can't even speak. The Nightworks Project and you can check them out there in Chicago. And um, <laughs> if you're on Facebook, you can find them at N-B-O-Z-E. That is the shortened version of his long last name that nobody pronounces. Except for him and his wife. I think they have it down. Okay, next we have Bleeding Malice with The Last Prayer. This could be a little bit way different <laughs> than The Nightworks Project. I love this show. In the moments before the fall, I realized for me there's no forgiveness. Ascending arms into the sky, I'm asking my last question. An awkward silence, the answer is no. geographically challenged and so of course I had to look that up it's called white Russia I didn't look that up but that's what it's called and I don't know why but um 
it's landlocked too. I don't, it doesn't even make a difference. So, um, but cool music, very psyched to have them on the show. And, uh, and all of a sudden I'm getting all this music from out of the country, which is, I, I have this new assistant, Angel. And a lot of the music that you've heard today is music that she, uh, cause she's been posting and contacting bands and I love it because I really like to focus on downloading the music because then that way I hear it before I'm actually doing the show and I get a kind of a feel for what I've got coming up for the show um, instead of just sitting down doing the show and then hearing it. And I don't like that. I like to feel what's coming up. So that's Bleeding Malice and you can find them on Facebook. And uh, uh, I lost their page. Okay, so um, lyrics contain social issues, philosophy, and emotional experience. So I just flunked that class, but that, that's bleeding malice. And I love to, I love reading lyrics and they have lyrics on their page, which I find very cool. So check them out. Up next is a, is a, a very cool band. This guy got in touch with me, uh, literally the other day. And I said, send me your music. And so this band is called Dreaded Dale. And they call themselves a band that is metalcore vibes and preacher core twist. Preacher core, that's a new one for me. Preacher core in metal. <clears throat> Maybe I'm going to go to a church and ask a preacher what he thinks. No, I'm just kidding. So this is their song, Stand Your Ground. Check it out on the Metal Deli. <laughs>
dreaded Dale was Stand Your Ground, and I really liked those two voices. I was not expecting that clean, those clean vocals that came in there later, so I liked that a lot. And I've said it many times before, not a screamo chick, doesn't do it for me, but I do like when a song has both. Very, very cool. Oh, sorry, aggravated vocals. That's like the professional term. Um, I have talked to many vocalists, another professional term, who do aggravated vocals. And I always say to them, like, how the hell do you do that for like a 45 minute set? And they say T. And it's so funny to see this like big metal guy with, you know, tats all over him and long, gorgeous hair, which we'll talk about that in a minute. And then you know, these vocals that scare the hell out of me. And then they go, tea. Good. That's good. With honey, honey. Um, uh, <laughs> hair. Can we talk about hair? What is it with the metal guys with gorgeous hair? It's just not fair. And I'm guessing that it's because they never did what chicks do to their hair. Perms and aqua spray. Aqua, what's it called? Aquanet. That stuff that's killed our ozone killed our hair and then these guys walk in with hair wet from the shower and it dries beautiful I cannot tell you how many times I've gone up to a metal guy and been like yeah I'm not even going to talk to you because your hair is absolutely gorgeous you suck so and I've posted I posted a picture oh my god there was this metal guy with beautiful hair and so I just stole his picture and posted it on my wall and mentioned his hair. And then I went back to his page and said, uh, hey, I hope you don't mind. I put your picture on my Facebook wall. I did play their music that day. And I should play it again soon because he is more than just hair. Um, awesome metalist person. And, of course, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. So we're going to go to the next band, Indyne. Indyne, I-N-D-I-G-N, with their song, King to Pawn little chess uh, reference there for you. I, I heard there's this show, uh, the, Queen's, the Queen's Gambit, and I've heard it's amazing. I am a chess person. I taught my son to play when he was very young. He picked it up very fast, and then boom, he was kicking my ass every single game, and, and it's going to sound babyish, but now I won't play because he has like four moves, like ahead of time and he's 22 so I'm just like you know what we're done I'm not playing a game I can never ever win and every now and then he convinces me and every single time he kicks my butt so sorry back to chess king to pawn this is in dying you're listening to the metal dub
Indine, spelled E. Nope. Oh, man. <laughs> Last half hour of the show, my mouth. Oh, it starts messing up. I N D I G N. Indine, King to Pawn. Chicago guys. I love that. And I was just looking at their page, and it says. 2020 is almost over and we can't wait to get the new Indyne material finished, perfect our live performance, and sit down and have a drink with you all in the same room. Merry Christmas and Happier New Year. Amen, guys. I'm going to be sitting down with you. They have a new album coming out January 3rd. Nope, they do not. That was January 3rd of 2020. i shut my mouth. So let's talk about Facebook for a minute. Uh, first of all, I'm having a lot of fun on Facebook posting uh i've been posting since the beginning of covid just stuff to piss people off a lot of it's been mask related i do not post political stuff because that's just uh, that's just a mess but i have been posting stuff to piss people off i've been posting every wednesday questions fun questions like about music and just crazy stuff so today <clears throat> so first of all please remember that my family's jewish and I love my mom, but <clears throat> so anyway, uh, I posted today a picture of a poinsettia, a green one. No, I did not. Oh, shoot. I screwed that up. So anyway, today I did not post a picture of a poinsettia. What I posted was a picture of a pot plant and it's, <laughs> and it says how many days before my poinsettia turns red and my mom love that woman. She writes never will. Sorry, back. Uh, do you know, you do know why, right? And she writes, it's a green one. And I write back, I love you so much. No, mom, that's a marijuana plant. And she writes, I kind of wondered, because, you know, she had to save face. I love her. She's never seen pot in her entire life. <laughs> well, that's because she didn't go into my brother's room. Regardless, it was just so funny. She watches everything I do on Facebook, which is even more hilarious because uh, there have been times when I've scared the shit out of her and my dad. Like the time that I that there was this Facebook prank, and it starts with, um, you know, I hope everybody understands. I've fallen in love with a man, and I decided to get married, and I didn't want to tell everyone. Uh, I wanted to keep it quiet, blah, blah, blah. It's a long thing. And at the end, it says, you know, it's a joke. Well, my dad got halfway through it, and he's pissed. I just got divorced not too long ago. And he's like, what the hell is she doing? I'm not paying for another wedding. She just got divorced. He's yelling. And my mom's like, what the hell are you talking about? So she gets on Facebook, and she looks. She goes, did you read to the end? And he goes, no. I'm and he was, he calls me up yelling. And I knew why. I'm not dumb. I know my dad. And, um, excuse me. He goes, you just got divorced. I go, I didn't just get divorced. It's been a while. And he's like, I'm not paying for your wedding. I'm like, that's fine. He goes, what do you mean that's fine? I said, well, why don't you read to the end and see who I'm marrying? And he's like, no. And he hangs up on me. And my mom goes, I said, I guess my mom tells me later, she goes, She's not getting married. And then he reads the end. He was even more mad when he gets the end. And he finds out it was a joke. So I told them, maybe you two should not watch my Facebook page so much. Because it's just Facebook. Like, seriously, if I'm going to get married, I think I'm going to tell my kids and my parents before I post it on Facebook. So Facebook. <clears throat> anyway, 
We all Facebook differently. It's like the new motto around the world. We all Facebook differently. So I called my mom. I said, yeah, mom, do you want me to take down your, your, your comments about the green poinsettia? She's like, no, I'll handle the, I'll handle the embarrassment. Anyway, so Facebook, gotta love it. All right. A little shout out. Speaking of Facebook, a shout out to Jeff Hansen, who, um, I just met on Facebook and it turns out he's from my old neighborhood and like kind of swirled around the same neighborhood, different schools, same zip code. And, uh, turns out he's good friends with my, one of my best friends, brothers or whatever, my, the brother of one of my best friends. So he, I had told him I'd say hi on the show. And if that's what it takes to get someone to listen to a two hour podcast, whatever it takes. Uh, so that's Jeff Hansen. So, next band, Serving Time on the Metal Deli with Consumer.
consumer and I typed in serving time and the first thing that came up was the band um, when you type in a band on Facebook and it comes up with like all the searches I saw serving time and it said liked by Angel Hernandez which is my assistant so I knew immediately it was the right band very cool so that was serving time with consumer and I'm such a moron <laughs> I'm already three quarters of the way through the show and I totally forgot I had some Christmas songs for you guys. So this next artist is Brian Koenig and he's from the band Lords of the Trident and I've been playing them forever and I met them at the beginning of the year and I had, uh, I literally had just messaged him I think last week about doing an interview after the new year because he has a whole bunch of stuff on the horizon and he just... I don't want to give it away. So we're doing an interview after the new year. And I had come across uh, his page. He had um, he had taken a video of himself playing O Tannenbaum. And I wrote him, I'm like, I need that. And he got it to me that day, which I love, of course. So this is Brian Koenig uh, with O Tannenbaum. He rocks. He so rocks. that on a ukulele could you tell so that's brian koenig c-o-e-n-i-g and i'm really glad i asked him how to pronounce that because i was just gonna say koenig and just go with it but it's koenig so that was brian on the ukulele with o tannenbaum and uh watch in january because we have an amazing uh, interview to do and he is just first of all he's a great guy second of all he's an amazing guitarist and he really just has some cool stuff going on and I'm so excited about this interview. My next Christmas song, um, so way, way back, I think it was my first year, I actually was able to do a whole hour of Christmas and Hanukkah metal. All of it was, was, um, was real, not real, it was all, um, I'm trying to think of the word. It was metal. It wasn't copies. I cannot think of the word. Damn it. Metal Christmas and Hanukkah originals. Thank you. All metal. And it was amazing. And I was going to try and find it and just put it up just for fun. But I'm not that organized. And I'm a procrastinator. So, of course, it didn't work. But this song I've played throughout the years. And I will try and find that show again. Just 
because, but I'll probably find it in three years because I do procrastinate like that. So this is a band. It's no longer a band called Viking. It was V-Y-K-I-N-G. I have no idea where they're from. Nothing. I don't know anything about them. I do have their glossy somewhere. So this song is called Stomping Through a Winter Wonderland, and it has stuck in my heart forever. It obviously hasn't stuck in my head that well because I screwed up the name. Stomping Through a Pillaged Wonderland by Viking. I remember when I got their disc, I was like, okay, Viking metal. It's <laughs> something new for me. So I'm going to give you a little Christmas story. This is 100% true, I swear. You can look it up. Way back, uh, before you were all born, maybe before your parents were born. I don't even know. It doesn't matter. There was this dude, and he he worked for Montgomery Ward. Um, and he didn't have kids. His wife was very ill, and he... Uh, he wanted to do something to, I forget why, it doesn't even matter. So he wrote a story about a reindeer called Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. 
And I'm going to give you the short version because you can look this up and everything else. That's not the part that matters. So he writes this story called Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And he shows it to his boss. And the boss decides to make books. Coloring books, I believe. And then it, later it be, and it becomes a Montgomery Ward thing. And they sell it. Great. And, it, and then a book. It just so happens, like years later, I don't forget. I forget how many years later, that my Auntie Marcy... My great Auntie Marcy, so my grandmother's sister, was working there. And no, oh, his name was Robert Mays. Sorry. So she was working there. She knows Robert Mays. And um, she asks for, I don't know if she asks Mr. Mays or she asks Mr. Ward. I don't know what happens. So she gets one book for her niece and four nephews. And she gets them. for what? Now, I'm not going to say my Auntie Marcy was technically all there. Anyway. So she gets them, doesn't tell anyone, puts them in her attic. A zillion years later, it's 1996, Auntie Marcy dies. And my uncle says, tells me this story. And he says, your dad, there's a book for your dad, but my dad is already gone. No, that can't be. So it must have been after 2002 because my dad was gone. So anyway, I have a brother and a sister. And he says, I don't even know which one of you guys to give this to. So I say, hey, Uncle Mickey. I have an idea. How about you give it to the one whose last name is Rudolph? Because there's three of us. We're all Jewish. So nobody else cares about the the reindeer. And my last name is Rudolph. So maybe. And he looks at me and he's like, maybe what? I'm like, seriously, you didn't get that connection? Come on. But it's my Uncle Mickey. Love the dude. Come on. So he does. He gives it to me. So I have one of those original Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer books. And so I'm one degree no, maybe two degrees, right? Me, my Auntie Marcy, Robert Mays. I'm two degrees away from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, even though I'm human. And I love to tell this story because, of course, no one believes me, but I do have the book, and um, and obviously it wasn't even my last name. I married into it. I divorced out of it, kept the last name. So that's my little Christmas story for you. Um, and you can tell your kids or your grandkids that you do know some, you do know someone who's connected to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer who can get a message to Santa. And I tell the kids, tell kids this all the time. Of course, they look at me like I'm nuts. And so for kids who can read, I show them my ID and then they see the last name Rudolph and they're like, wow, she really is related to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. My dad, uh, not the dad I spoke about earlier, but my well, so one's a stepdad, one's a re- whatever. It doesn't matter. We grew up, my brother, sister, and I grew up with my dad and uncles that were storytellers. And so I kind of got that gene and I, I'm a storyteller. So that Rudolph story is one I pull out all the time. And anyway, all right. So thank you for listening. We're going to do one last song. And I promised you to, to talk about From Hell again. And I chose the song. Oh, I lost the song I chose. The Witch. And as I told you from hell, uh, each song is a horror story. So The Witch is about a witch who steals children and reanimates their corpses with rats, which is better than the... the, uh, My dad used to tell us a story about the Sandman, who if you don't fall asleep, he's going to come in your room, stick you in your bag, and take you away from your parents. You're never going to see them again. Um, I, I wish my dad were still alive because I would like to ask him how he thought that was going to make us sleep instead of keeping us awake, scared to death, that some dude was going to come kidnap us. Anyway, so the witch is, so this is the witch from hell <laughs> and you're listening to the Metal Deli. <laughs> ¶¶ 
So that is From Hell with The Witch, or as I like to say, The Witch from Hell. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with me today. I just realized I will not be back until after the new year because this comes out Monday, December 21st. That cannot be right. Hold on a second. Yeah, I lied. You're going to hear from me again uh, Monday, December 28th. Um, I'd like to thank all the bands who've been on today. From Hell, Identity Unknown, Damn Your Eyes, Diggeth, Age of Fire, Hydrilla, Burning Yesterday, Hadal, Beyond Salvation, The Nightworks Project, and Nick, Bleeding Malice, Dreaded Dale, Indyne, Serving Time, Brian Koenig, and Viking, Thank you for all hanging out with me today. I love doing this show, and I love knowing that you guys are listening. I hope you all have an epic holiday. Safe, please. Please stay safe, and uh, don't drive, and don't, or don't drink and drive. You can drive. Don't drink and drive, and please don't get COVID. That would really suck for you. And uh, come back next week. Remember, if you don't like metal, you just have to like me. Come back. (laughs) 